Hey guys, I'm Shay, a three-winged two on the Enneagram that finds her home in Atlanta, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to create an ongoing conversation about the tensions of following Jesus in today's culture. Join me and many others as we have conversations that challenge and inspire us to follow Jesus in our day and age. This is Just Shayin'. Hey guys, I'm here with Wendy Norris, and um, yeah, she's Wendy. This is Wendy. <laughs> but I'm up in Bridgeway uh, in Greenville, and um, I'm honored that you give me some of your time. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, yes, it's really great. Yeah. So I uh, I met you in February actually at Iris Nights, mm-hmm. and I remember coming into the green room. And we came in, and you know, there's Chad, and there's like all these people, and you were so warm and welcoming. I think literally our whole team was like, Wendy came over and talked to me, mm-hmm. and like just like your ability to like make people feel like they're seen was awesome. I just want to so, throw that out. So there. you're saying I'm like the most I'm maybe saying that you're kindest met. person I've ever met. <laughs> I may be slightly saying that. Uh, don't uh, tell the other people. Just I'm just kidding. But seriously, though, you really were. Like, oh. Just your ability. I think because sometimes you go in and whether it's a pastor's wife or just people. Sure. Right? Like, like people can be busy. People mm-hmm. can be like, I got to go get this done. And yeah. you were just like, I'm here for the people. And yeah. I was people like, can be weird, too, though, in those settings. It's so true. But you weren't. I was like, and because I listen to different sermons and stuff mm-hmm. on the podcasts and stuff. And I was like, she's so sweet. I feel like I want to take her to coffee. Like, you like gave that. I love coffee. I noticed that you had some. We stopped at a Starbucks. It's about Um, that time in the afternoon. You know? You know? Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. I should like offer coffee on my. I know. Next level. Next Next level. level. Yeah. Next level. You gotta have room to grow. Yeah. And that is my next room Mm -hmm. to grow. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I'm trying to figure out which direction I'd love to go. I'd love for you to share what's currently going on in your heart, but I also want to bring up your last sermon because I think it is something that I'm like, this is something that a generation needs to hear. All right. It's just the worthiness of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And like, you don't, you were saying, you know, just the sermon basically in a nutshell in in shade terms, Mm -hmm. which is probably not the best terms, but it is just, I feel like we get so flustered in our generation of this is what I want when I want it. And if I don't get it, then I'm out. Mm-hmm. I tap out. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And I make doctrines around my disappointment. Mm-hmm. And I Oh, come yeah. on. Yeah. And so all these things are happening. But your sermon was so simple but yet so weighty. I've listened to it, I would say at least ten times. And I don't say that exaggerating. I should go back and listen because to it. Because I mean was, only I mean I'm being serious when I say that because uh, I don't necessarily like plan out those moments. Right. Um, was that I mean, Chad introduced you? I prepared. And he was oh, just that's like, right. That's what, he was, that was like, she way. didn't even know she was yeah. going to be talking. Yeah, see? So there you go. So, that was definitely not planned But you were talking and basically like, you know, we sing this song, you're worthy of it all. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but you'll never really know what your it is. Yeah. Yeah, what's your it? And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think, it was just a profound way to think about it. Mm-hmm. So... Could you share about like your journey and understanding his worthiness? Oh gosh. I know it's like no, that's not a loaded question at yeah, all. No, well, certainly <laughs> certainly it is. But there's also um, you know, the older I get, Shay, I'm not I say this a lot, I'm not eighty five. <laughs> and with all due respect to those that are. <laughs> well well that are the are twenty five. I'm also not twenty five. Right. Like I'm almost forty five years old. 
And so what that means is that I've experienced enough of a pattern of what not to do. I've seen, yep. I've seen the pattern progress enough to right. go, wow, this actually doesn't change. Right. That's not good. Uh, the seasons of life or the growth of a year or promotions here and there or, or right. loss doesn't necessarily change certain patterns. So I've learned a lot of what not to do. And, uh, and along the way, uh, I've learned that any victories that he's had in my life, um, I've learned what to do right. to see those victories. Right. And so I'm hoping that the next 40 years of my life <laughs> in getting me to that wonderfully 85th birthday where I'm certainly not having arrived, because thank God for the 85-year-olds in this faith family who are the most teachable and the right. most humble oh my gosh. and yet the most spiritually mature in the room. And yet they're the hungriest in the room. So I, I, they inspire me and they give me permission to keep learning yes. and to keep growing in God. And so my hope is that when I get to that place, uh, I have also put another 40 years of track record with God and right. what it looks like to submit to Him all the more. Um, so, so the question is, the question is a little bit loaded because way loaded. <laughs> only, only because it gave me a big one. Yeah. Well, I. Um, I've just, I'm, I'm discovering even still, which I think it is. It's, I think it is a an ongoing discovery, without right? the, like yeah, without it. Because yeah. I've had like lots of people like in their young twenties, which I'm not in my young twenties. I'm in my mid thirties, and I've been at this for a little bit, not in like a boasting way. No, yeah. But they're like, I really get the common question of like, how do you understand his worthiness? And I never know exactly how to answer it. Because I'm like, it's simple, but yet it's complex. But it's like when you can get the weightiness of the cross, and you're like, that worthiness in that moment of what that opened up to you, you're just like, he's worthy. Like outside of what he blesses me with, outside of all of that, like he's actually worth more than all that. But I never have the answer. So I'm like, I'm going to ask Wendy if I get the chance to talk to her. Like what would you what would you say if someone said how did how do you how did you understand how did you begin the journey of understanding his worthiness? Um, right, it's a stump question, and I apologize. No, it's a good but question. I just feel like there's so many people that want to know yeah. it, but yeah. it's like what is that mm -hmm. moment? Because it's like I can't say it's not a formulated question. It's not. It's not all. a formula. It's, it. Um, He's so wonderfully complex, and yet, and yet his instructions to us are not. He, he's that a mystery, well but the way in which he gives us next steps and speaks to us is actually from a very good father, a good teacher. Yeah. And so they're, they're understandable next steps. They're not easy. But they're no. understandable. Sure. And um, so I say that to say this. I think inside this, inside our church culture, the larger church culture, um, maybe not necessarily in parts of the world where people um, are really, really experiencing persecution for what it is right. that they profess. Because and they think the persecuted, they understand what they, they do. They really do. And so. For those of us, regardless of where we live in the world, if we're right. taking more of that appreciation of grace and 
it has um, it becomes part of our cultural life to live in grace. Um, I think that we chagrin the idea of our own unworthiness because we put so much con so much concentration on we are worthy because he's worthy. Those are very very true yeah. statements. But I never want to get away from the reality that I am worthy because he's worthy. And if he was not in the picture, I would have no worthiness at all. And um, that's so good. So how how have I become more intimate and acquainted and Holy Spirit help me because I want to grow in this all the more with you. Right. And it is growth. It is. It it is consistently being aware of who I'm not without him, what I'm not without him. Uh, and not what I would be without him, but what I'm not right now, right sitting now. in this room yep. with you, with Heidi, with Armando. What am I right now if he wasn't in here? I'd be someone who strives. Right. I'd be someone who felt responsible to find right words. I would be someone who wondered, uh, mm. do I, am I sitting the right way? Do I look good on camera? Do I? <laughs> I would wonder what's going on with my kid that I was supposed to pick. Like, I would have all these things. Right. And, and I might even be sitting around going, I wonder if I'm going to get a, a friendship out of this and if it's going to go somewhere. Right. Like, amazing the things that we would be tempted and fall temptation to were it not for who Jesus is. Right. Ooh. And I never, I never actually want to get away from that. And the strange mystery of that, in my humble opinion and in my personal experience, is that the more I'm aware of what I'm not without Him, the more empowered I am with, with him, him to do all the things. Ooh. And to do it without apology. Yep. To do it with great confidence. Yes. And so there has been a direct correlation of that for me. Right. And so when Holy Spirit asks the question to us, what is your it? You are worthy of it all, God. You are worthy of it all. What's your it right now that you would like to, that you right. say I'm worthy of, that you'd like to hand to me because I'm worthy of that? It starts getting practical. He's personal, but if he's anything, he's practical. He's, yeah, it's so true. Yeah. So that's, that would be my encouragement to your listeners is don't be afraid to sit and consider and ponder yeah. with Holy Spirit who you are right now if if he wasn't in the picture. I'd tell you one thing, for me it would not be pretty. <laughs> it wouldn't be pretty without without him involved. It's mm -hmm. not pretty. It, and, and yeah, I mean just the things that you were sharing, like if it weren't for him, mm -hmm. the striving, the performing, mm -hmm. the thoughts. Which leads to what we talked about even before we turned it on, was just the renewing of your mind. Yeah. Like, that's like that deeper level of renewing. Because I think we have this, like, umbrella of, like, I can't have these thoughts and these thoughts and of the blatant thoughts that are like, okay, I can't be having those thoughts. Sure. But mm -hmm. even those underlining thoughts mm -hmm. of, like, almost they're so far back there and it's almost not even bad mm -hmm. that you're like, oh, it's, that's not a bad thought. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and then we wrap it around excellence. We got to be excellent. We got to look our best. And it's like, 
this war for our thoughts. Mm -hmm. But when they come in comparison to his worthiness, mm -hmm. they get to submit. Mm -hmm. They get to submit. They have to submit yeah, yeah. to him yeah. and his worthiness. Yeah. yeah. Well, because then even in knowing if you're worthy of it all, like even in this moment, in the, in the thoughts that I need to take captive. Right. Um, if you're worthy of it all, then you're even worthy of my investment of looking at it and going, why does that bother me? Why does that? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, you're worthy of a vulnerable moment with mm -hmm. me. So, so it, it gets to be like so deep in our inners of what is he, what is he worth? Right, which goes back to cost. I mean, which has been kind of a, 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 a popping word right now in the last uh, for me in the last couple of mm -hmm. weeks. I know that, that the idea of cost of discipling and, and discipleship right. and cost of following Jesus, all those things are are titles of books for crying out loud. Um, <laughs> so this is not a new conversation, but it is a fresh thought for me. Yeah, and uh, maybe even back, I think I might have even said it in that message, if I remember right, because I'm, I'm You talked about stuff. Luke 14 and counting the cost. Counting the cost, it was, in yep. that message. And I made this comment, because I really still believe in it. I think we would do better helping people step into relationship with God if we would be honest with them about what it's going to cost them. Um, and so we get to be living examples. Anybody who wants to follow Jesus with their whole heart and not just with part of their heart and pretending like it's their whole heart. Yep. Um, not compartmentalizing a relationship mm -hmm. with him, but involving him in every one of the in moments. Everything. Um, then we, we become very acquainted with the cost of that. And usually, right now, it's the cost of our own opinion. It's the cost right. of our own reasoning. It's the cost of our own rationale. It's the cost of our own understanding. So that's why familiar passages like trust in the Lord with all of your heart and don't lean into how you understand yeah, this or reason it, yeah. or make sense of it or what your experience brings to the table, but in every way, know him there. That word no is gnosko. It's a, it's a uh, not gnosko, it's yada, because it's Old Testament. It's yada, it's Hebrew. It's, it's that intimate word of knowing him. Know him there. Be intimate with him there. Be vulnerable with him there. Be honest with him there. Be forthcoming with him. Be, be submissive to him there. And he will direct you. It's, it's not complicated, um, but it can be difficult. Sure. But, and it is funny because like, I think when you, you know, we see the scripture, like they'll see it in someone's house, like lean on in my understanding. And it's like, if you knew like the weightiness, the, 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 yeah, the depth of what that actually gets to the core of you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really, I think there's a generation that wants that. Yeah. They're inviting it right mm -hmm. now. And I think that's why we Christ see mm -hmm. that. I think that's why we see people that have forerunners and whatever you want to call them, you know, mm -hmm. that they're like, we're going back to like, what is the cost of discipleship? Yeah. What is the cost of this, of giving your whole life, like yeah. in yielding everything? Yeah, yeah. And it, I think there's this like, this, un this, this undercurrent yeah. of this movement of yeah. like, what is it really and where did I miss it? Mm -hmm. I think one of the reasons why I'm going to throw it out there, and I'm sure yeah. I'm not alone in this thought. But I can't get away from the thought of I believe that he's stirring that in his people yep. because you can't withstand persecution without having already spent time with the cost and uh, what motivates you. Yep. What is my motivation? Is yep. it because it's culturally relevant or is it because he's everything to me? He is worth it all. Oh. And I have practiced that for so long yep. with him that when it gets to a place of persecution, it's an undeniable moment for mm -hmm. me. And... Uh, and I believe, I believe that's coming yep. to the body of Christ. 
um, not just in certain segments of the world, but in the overarching yeah. um, body of Christ, the overarching church. And he, he, in his mercy and in his kindness and his goodness to us, is letting us put into practice right now. He's yeah. stirring up. We can't even take credit for the stirring. No. We can't be like, I oh, know, it's because I spent so much time. I burned my own flame. I listen to Bethel every day. No, it's <laughs> like, that's not, nope. thank God for all the resources yes. that help to, to agree yep. with the stirring. But he's he the one stirring. stirring. He's the one. It's like David, like in Psalms it says, cause me to hunger. Yes, God. yes. So it's yeah. like you can't even make yourself hungry. You cannot do Like it. you can't even make yourself hungry. Yeah. But he's ready. But he's yes. like, yes, but yeah. I can make, and I can wake them up, and I can mm -hmm. stir them and yeah. say, this is coming. Yeah. It's time to stretch that muscle mm -hmm. of, you know, of counting it and counting that cost. <gasps> you know what I just got a picture of, though? There is nothing more annoying to me as a mom. For me to go in, I let, it's one of the sweetest moments for me to go in yeah. and, and say, it's time to up. And I like to just sit there. Uh -huh. Sometimes it just squeaks. I'm just like, oh, just like, oh, right. and I'm doing like this. And then I'm like, okay, so wake on up. <laughs> and the annoying part comes, not when they're not waking up, but when I know they are awake and they're choosing to not get up. That's the annoying part. Because I'm like, that's when I change and go, uh-uh, we got things to do. Get up. Ooh. We got things to do today. So I believe that the body of Christ is being stirred to wake up. And it's a beautiful, sweet, intimate thing. Right. Even. And I think that if she, we, don't respond to him as yep. he's waking us up, there's going to come a sharp. Yep. We got things to do. Wake up. It's time. Wake up. Yeah. I think that that is a beautiful picture of, wow, that example. Makes mm -hmm. me want to call, so call my mom and apologize. Call her. For all the time. I was like, mom, I'm sorry. I was really awake. <laughs> I was lying to you. I'm going to tell you. You can call me and say thank you because I'm going to repent now. <laughs> well, you know, but sometimes it's because you still wanted the back scratching. You still oh, wanted this. You didn't that. want the work no. that came with the relationship. And he's going, I, I, I want to stay intimate with you, but we're going to do this together. Get right. up. Wake up. That's good. That's yeah. so good. That's so good. I don't even know where to go. I um, I would love it if in this moment you would just pray. Yeah, absolutely. Just pray, pray, yeah. Pray for this time in the body. Okay. Yeah. I can do that. I can do that. And then I'm going to ask you a funny question and we'll be done. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, Holy Spirit, you, you know how desperately we need you and... Um, and I just want to say on behalf of, of even those of us in this room, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the stirring that you do in us individually. Um, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just serve as a remnant right now that comes before you and tells you thank you on behalf of the body of Christ. Thank you, God. Thank you for how you're stirring uh, your bride to want more, to know that there is more. And I thank you that, yes, we get to do these things corporately together, but... You're so individual and you're so personal and and you're with us and I, I don't understand that mystery but I'm so grateful for it yeah. and so I ask um, on our behalf that that you would stir in every way you want to yes, Jesus. even in even in any of our slumber or, or in our waking up and, and seeing the sleepy in our eyes Lord as we're <laughs> as our eyes are clearing and, and beginning to see what you see uh, we just want to tell you on the front end we want to see it. Yes. We really want to walk in it. We, do, we want to be lovers of your ways. We really do. And and we, we're not really even sure how to do that because 
I think we'll just start striving. So we don't want to do that. And no. So we desperately need you in every moment, yes. every moment. So thank you. Thank you for every time you show us something. Thank you for every moment of encouragement. Mm -hmm. Thank you for every resource that you bring us to equip us. Thank you, thank you, thank yes. you for being a good counselor, the good teacher. Jesus, there is no way that we would have any of this without you. Mm -hmm. There's no one like you. There's no worthy one like you. And we, we want to understand the cross better. We want to understand the cross more. We want to be intimate with what you paid for. Yes. We want you to receive your full reward, yes. not just in the bride, but in us individually, that you would, re that you would receive every full part yes. of it, every full part of it. So, Father, we just thank you for your goodness. We thank you for every gift that you're giving to us. Thank you for every gift you've ever given to us. Yes. We receive it as a good gift. Yes. And uh, I, I ask the Holy Spirit that you would even help us know how to bind ourselves in peace. We don't even know how to do that. So I ask that you help us to bind our yeah. bind ourselves together in peace and that we would we would just follow in your ways and forgive us. Forgive us when we hurt one another, yeah, when we Jesus. when we cause pain within your own bride. Holy Spirit, forgive us. We we, we don't even know what we're doing. We don't even know what we're doing. So we we need your help in every yes. way. Make us a repentant people ready to walk in your ways, yes. fully awake. Jesus. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Woo! All right, so I have to ask you a funny question. Okay. Well, it can be funny. It doesn't have to be funny. Okay. But it's the same question I asked Chad. Okay. In this season of your life, okay. if you could have any three people. All right. Dead, alive. Oh, gosh, dead, too. Okay, keep going. You get to pick. You get to pick. It doesn't okay. have to be dead. They could all be alive. Okay. If you could have them at a table. Uh, okay. So... You can go any route you want to. Okay. Who would they be in this season? Okay, so since since God is present everywhere, that's a check mark. We just don't See, have to worry about thank you, because that. that's where I go, because they're everywhere. Yeah. So I'm, they're already Wherever at the table. I am, they're at the there table. they are. I mean, I could be in the depths of hell. There they would there be. There they are. You know, like, <laughs> so, so a check mark there. All right, so three. Mm -hmm. The right thing to say is my husband. But it is the it yeah. is it's the right thing, and it's also the right thing, um, <laughs> because there's no one who knows me as as um, well as he does, and um, and so that would bring a lot of comfort to me as sure. well to have him at the table. Um, let's see, I have three kids, so I can't include any of them, because then they would fight and talk about that for all eternity. So I can't do that. <laughs> Don't want to create that issue. No. All right. So just Chad. Um, Chad. And um, my sister is one of the funniest people I know. I love that. And she also enjoys my husband, so that would be easy. So that works out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's see, who else? Um, oh gosh, Lord. You know, I, I think that I would want to have Deborah at the table. Ooh. Um, I think there's a lot to her story. There's a lot to so many of the women in the Bible. Right. But um, I would like to have her sitting at the table because I think she was soft and tender and strong and courageous. And she did normal practical things and then she did adventurous moments that went down in history. Right. And so I think good. it'd be fun for my sister and I to sit and talk with her. And there's no one who champions women more than my husband. So I think That's we would true. all learn together. That would be awesome. I would include myself at the table, even if I'm at the sidebar table. Okay, I'm yeah. like, I'm totally going to be there. Oh, yeah, because you're within your shot. It's true. Of course, So I'm yeah. like, you know, so I'm totally there. But I love that answer. Yeah. That's great. Well, thanks for coming and hanging out oh, with me. you're welcome. And chatting. This has been awesome. I love it.